O blood and water which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fount of mercy for us, I trust in you. It is a special joy to be here with you all today and with those joining on live stream as well on this beautiful feast day of our special friend and patron, St. Faustina. We know the Lord called her and entrusted a special mission to her to be the secretary and apostle of divine mercy. And it's a special joy also to be here because this is you know, the National Shrine of Divine Mercy, a special sanctuary where we honor the Lord's mercy, we behold his beautiful image, which is front and center, the divine mercy image with the rays pouring forth out of his heart, welcoming all of those who come, you to come here, the live stream members to come and visit, and all those who come here. And uh, what a special joy to be celebrating this day in this place with you all. St. Faustina is a powerful example of fixing our eyes on Christ in the midst of every situation, in the midst of every difficulty, in the midst of every joy, to fix our gaze on the Lord and to keep that gaze fixed there. It's so easy in life sometimes when you know, things get difficult challenges arise and inevitably they will arise and you you know well the challenges in your own life I know them in mine when they come maybe it's a, a, a son or a daughter who's away from the faith maybe it's an illness maybe it's a death in the family maybe it's the busy busyness of everyday life you know many of us are have busy lives and uh, oftentimes long hours of work supporting our families but in the midst of all that, Christ is there. He's there gazing upon us in the, in the eyes of our sons and daughters as they look to us to say, can you, can you help me? Can you teach me? Can you guide me? In the eyes of those whom we serve in the hospitals or in our office job or wherever the Lord has invited us to go to be his instruments in the world, he is looking upon us, gazing at us in the various vocations and ministries that he's entrusted to us in our lives. And the key is, do I see Christ in those moments? Do I see the Lord gazing back at me, seeing me? Do I, do I keep my eyes fixed upon him? And we have this beautiful example of St. Faustina who did that very thing in her life. And it wasn't easy for her to, to receive the call to come to religious life. In fact, her parents were quite against it. They said, well, you need to be home. You're one of the best of our, our, sister, our, our daughters. We need you here helping. But the call was persistent. And she kept her eyes fixed on the Lord. And amidst all those challenges, she said, yes, Lord. Yes, I will go. I say yes to your invitation. It's going to be difficult. There's some challenges. And she had many, many challenges. But she kept her eyes fixed on the Lord. We hear in our scripture readings today, very beautiful and powerful readings. You know, St. Paul speaking, he says, To me, the very least of all the holy ones, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the inscrutable riches of Christ and to bring to light for all what is the plan of the mystery hidden from ages past in God. And is this not the beautiful 
mission that the Lord gave to her. Preach the inscrutable riches, the wisdom, the mercy of Christ so that all may know it, that all may taste my goodness, not be afraid of me, but run to me. This is that beautiful mission that the Lord entrusted to her. And we thank God for her because we are here today before this image because of her response to say, yes, Lord, I will, I will, I will preach that. I will share that. And she was a, a little a poor, uneducated nun, had very little education, was confined in a convent in Poland pretty much all her life. And yet her preaching has gone to every corner of the earth. The divine mercy image, the divine mercy message. The Lord is not limited by the confines of our human realities. But when we say yes, everything is possible to the Lord. He can do all things. And he breaks through all barriers. And she gives us a living testimony of that. In our psalm, we see that it says, the Lord is gracious, full of mercy. And it also speaks of the Lord you know, pardons all our iniquities. He heals all your ills, redeems your life from destruction, delivers your life from the pit. He crowns you with kindness and compassion. And is this not the name that the Lord revealed to Moses in the Old Testament? The, Moses said, Lord, show me your face. I want to see you, your name. And the Lord appeared and he said, I, you know, I will not show you my face. And Moses turned his back, but he said, this is my name. You know, I am the Lord, the Lord who is gracious and merciful, full of compassion and tender mercies on all those who fear him, showing his mercies to the thousandth generation, to those who trust in him, but to those who do not, you know, for the third and fourth generations, there is justice for those who do not trust, but for those who do, to the thousandth generation, his mercy is there for us. And this is that beautiful hymn we hear in Psalm 103 that Faustina knew, and not only knew it, but she lived it. And then we come to our gospel, the good news, the inscrutable riches of Christ, that in this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son his expiation for our sins. It's not that you and I are so good and we're great and we're holy and we're beautiful and we're spotless. None of us are, myself included. But in this is love, that God so loved us that he sent his son to us as an expiation for our sins. Is not this the divine mercy image? We see the Lord stepping forward, coming to us. He says, you are not able to raise yourself by your own powers. You can't do it. You don't have the strength in your human limited capacities, but I come to you. I make the first move to walk to you, to embrace you, to give you the ability to distrust me and I will lift you. I will lift you, but you have to come to me. You have to trust because if you don't trust, I can't do it. Kind of tie my hands. If you don't trust me. I can't help you. But if you trust and say, Lord, I believe you. I feel like I got all the sins in the world in my heart, but I believe you, I trust you. And like it said in Ephesians, it says, with boldness of speech, we have confidence and access through confidence of access through faith in him. We have confidence, we have confidence 
that if we come to him, he will receive us. She has taught us that in the most beautiful way. The Lord said to her, you know, heaven and earth will pass away before I, my mercy does not embrace a trusting soul who comes to me. Never, never will I turn away a soul who trusts in my mercy, who comes to me, who runs to me, who says, I believe you can forgive me, Lord. And that's what he's looking for. He's not looking for super saints that have no guilt and no sin. He's looking for real people who have real wounds and brokenness. And he says, bring that to me as raw, as real, as broken as you are. Bring it to me. That's what I want. I think it's easy, you know, I, I, I know some folks or I've seen it before. Sometimes people, you know, they're, they're conscious of their sins and their unworthiness. Maybe they've turned against the Lord in the big ways. And they maybe find themselves creeping to the back of the church maybe when they come in, right? Or maybe, maybe even the balcony. They're like, Lord, I'm not worthy to be up there in the front close to you. But this is precisely the message that Faustina wants to deliver to us today. No, no, no. Don't go in the back. Don't hide from me. Don't run away. Come to me. Run to me. Right? Get in the front row. Right? Come up to the front row. Say, Lord, you promised through St. Faustina, you said, the greater the sinner, the greater the right they have to my mercy. This is God's heart. The greater the sinner, the greater the right that they have to my mercy. What if we internalize that as a people, as you gather here, as you watching live stream, as a whole church, we said, Lord, the greater the sinner, the greater the right I have, I fly to you. I come to the front row. I feel broken and desolate. I'm right here in the front, Lord. I need your mercy. His rays and his arms are open for you. This is what the message of mercy is. And we come to this beautiful gospel passage, powerful, sad, but victorious. And it seems like the greatest defeat in all of history. God has just died. We have killed him. You and I, we've killed him. We put him to death by our sins. Wow, that looks like the greatest defeat ever. And we gaze upon his pierced heart and we say, what have I done to you, Lord? What have I done? But this is not the end. Because three days later, as he promised, centuries and centuries and years and years of revelation and prophecy, on the third day, he will rise. And his greatest defeat has become his greatest victory. And the beauty is that victory is not just his, but it's yours. It's mine. If we believe in that victory, if we say, Jesus, I trust in you, as it says in the divine mercy image that she has given us. Jesus, I trust in you. I trust in the victory that you have won for me, not because I'm great, but you are, Lord. And I believe in it. I hand you my sins. I hand you my life. And he says, good. 
Because when you give me that, you too can taste and enjoy the victory that I've won for you, that I'm dying and have died to give to you. Come and taste the victory with me. And so as we gaze upon this beautiful image of the divine mercy, we do indeed look on him whom we have pierced. But this is a glorious image because it's Christ resurrected. Yes, he's pierced, but the very wound of death is now the very source of blessing for all eternity, the very source of eternal salvation, as it says in the letter to the Hebrews. The pierced heart has become the life-giving wound through which every blessing and every grace now flows to you and to me. It's a life-giving wound. And when we come to him with our wounds, with our brokenness, he transforms us that those places of shame that we're even ourselves we're ashamed of in those corners and spaces in our hearts when we bring them to him and say, here, take them, Lord. He too transforms them. They don't disappear, but they change. They're transformed into radiant, life-giving wounds like his heart, rays of water and blood and grace pouring out in our lives. There is a, a beautiful story of a, of a married couple that I know who, who came up here for the very first time for a Divine Mercy Sunday celebration. And they were uh, just getting out of the parking lot and kind of rounding the corner to make the turn up the hill to come up here to the Divine Mercy Sunday celebration, the big day. And there's uh, you know, the tents and the gift shop are out there and, and uh, you know, the whole gift shop is underneath the tent so that people can have access to these treasures of the faith. And there was a beautiful little Filipino uh, elderly woman in a, in a wheelchair and her, and her daughter. And the Filipino woman had, you know, she knew, she knew the boldness, she knew the, the confidence, so she had the biggest image she could find of, you know, St. Faustina and divine mercy. St. Faustina, you know, uh, there and then holding up the image of divine mercy, the image and just big gold frame. And you imagine this little Filipino woman kind of like, you know, trying to carry this thing when working so well. And so the, the, the husband said, oh, you know, well, actually the, the wife said, well, why don't you go over and help her? Maybe we can help her out. So the husband goes over and says, all right, you know, yeah, let me help you with that. I'll only carry it for you. She says, yeah, carry it, carry it, go ahead. So we, she holds it up and she says, no, no, higher, higher. So they're, oh, okay, I'll, I'll hold it up here. No, 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 higher, higher. So he holds it up above his head and he starts walking and people see it and they go, wow, is this, what's happening? Is this a procession or something? Wow, what's going on? So the people start walking, you know, one by one, they start kind of following this, following this image. And more and more people are, are following and they're looking going, what's happening here? You know, we are then a, a procession here. What's, what's going on? People are singing, people are praying. Um, and then there's, there's a great crowd of people behind them processing to the Divine Mercy Sunday Mass. And, and all up the simple gesture of somebody's suffering, somebody's in need. There's an invitation. Can I reach out and help them? Can I reach out and be an instrument of the Lord's mercy in a small way? In a small way, but it's an invitation. And they said yes. They said yes. And then they began to lead a great crowd, unbeknownst to them, 
to the Divine Mercy Sunday celebration, the consummation of the liturgical year, the completion, the fulfillment of the, of the Paschal mystery, the eighth day of Easter, when all the floodgates of God's mercy are opened, he says, everything is here for you, come. And that's where they were leading the people. I think, how much was that St. Faustina's life? A little invitation by the Lord. Will you go for me? Will you say yes? One little girl invited by the Lord, and she said, yes, Lord, I will go. And the Lord gave her the in image of mercy. And she said, well, hold it up. Just now hold it up a little higher. Now hold it up a little higher. And she said, okay, Lord, here. And she just started walking. And people started following. One by one, people started following. And so the whole world is following after the Lord Jesus through her yes. That has led you here today before the divine mercy image in the sanctuary. All because she said yes. I will go for you, Lord. And it's beautiful because <laughs> that, that married couple happens to be my lovely mother and father who are, who are here today in this shrine in the front row and probably red right now and embarrassed. <laughs> but it's a special joy to be here with them today. And they said yes. You know, they said yes. And said, Lord, you know, we will go. We will go. I would not be here standing now speaking to you if it were not for their yes in my own life. A priest of Jesus Christ ordained that Saturday, I would not be here. Because they said, yes, Lord, we'll serve you. We'll love you. Where in your own lives is the Lord inviting you? In very simple ways. It doesn't have to be a grand thing, amazing thing. It could be, but oftentimes he speaks in those small and gentle whispers. Where is he inviting you to say yes to him today? And before you know it, you'll be an image of that divine mercy holding it up. Those rays will be flowing out of your heart. And you will be yourself living images of divine mercy, bringing into the sacred embrace, uh, the sacred heart of Jesus, all those whom you come in contact with in your daily lives. So where is the Lord inviting you to say yes to him today? Thank you, St. Faustina, for your yes to the Lord. Help us to say yes, as you did. O oh, blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fount of mercy for us, I trust in you. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. 
Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.